morning. Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday. And we have another special guest. Let's get right into it. And now, by way of Boca Raton, Florida, he is the CEO and team leader of the Nathanson Brothers Team at Remax Services. He reached the prestigious Chairman Club Award in 2022, making one of the top Remax agents in the state. He has a servant's heart volunteering his time to various charitable organizations, including the YMCA. He's the best youthful basketball coach in the world. Just ask him. He is the founder and interviewer of his new successful podcast, Food, Family, and Philanthropy. And he has some awful taste in sports teams, Bruins, Celtics. We won't mention the other one. Stand up and make some noise for Michael Nathanson. Thank you, thank you. And, and when you say special, what, what do you mean by special? <laughs> You're special. <laughs> I, I knew something was coming about the sports. <laughs> you son of a... I can't. Like, I mean, I mean, I listen, Just give for, it. for two decades, right, we've been like the stepchild to Boston. And yeah. just like, we we just won one. And so, mm-hmm. like, you know, we have to give it a little back. Yeah, I mean, your <laughs> hockey team just beat the best team in literally right. the history of hockey. Right. Right, and down 3-1, you know, yeah. Yeah. won Good three times. games in a row. Good times. Yeah. 56. Uh, all right, all done. <laughs> no, it's not. You're not, <laughs> you're not supposed to bash your guest, I guess, if you want uh, good content. <laughs> People like it. It's okay. Keep bashing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, listen, you've been a very successful real estate agent um, here in Boca del Rey and, and, and really South Florida. And, you know, what makes a successful real estate agent? That's a really good question. What makes a successful real estate agent? Uh, honestly, it's time and effort, I think, is a big thing. It's, you know, there's how many of us now in Palm Beach County? 30,000? Uh, oh, in, in Palm Beach County, we're... Two million, what is it? <laughs> it feels like it, right? Yeah. Uh, so in the Broward, Palm Beach, and St. Lucie Realtors Association, uh, we have 43,000 MOS subscribers and I think around 41,000 uh, uh, realtors. Okay, so over 40,000 of us just in this little area. Why the heck would anybody want to work with you? Why the heck would anybody want to work with me? Sure. It's, it's because they know us, they like us, and they trust us. So I say this all the time. I'm not a realtor, right? I am a professional networker who happens to sell real estate. So I'm out there. I'm talking to people. I'm meeting people. I'm staying in touch with people. And that's what it is. You know, 99% of my business is referral. And uh, I find it to be more fun. I mean, listen, there's great ways to make money. I know people that sit in cold call for five hours a day. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just not how I choose to run my business. I find it to be a lot more fun that when you call me, Dave, and say, hey, my good friend wants to buy a house, you got to talk to them. I find it to be a lot warmer, a lot more fun, and I don't want to use the word easier because there's nothing easy. <laughs> no matter what you people think out there, there's nothing easy about this business. Well, I mean, Million Dollar Listing makes it so look so easy. So, you know, you just go in, you show up in your Bentley, and uh, yeah. and, you, and, you walk, <laughs> and you walk in, yeah. and uh, you walk out with a $10 million listing, of course. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly how it works. So talk about follow-up because, you know, if if I've seen the biggest mistake that real estate agents make is the the lack of follow-up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, this, you know, the stat is, you know, like 75% of um, prospects um, that used a realtor um, would have used the same realtor, but only 11% did. Um, so, you know, you're talking about a significant gap in follow-up and, and, and making sure that, you know, you're known and, and, and you kind of really go into your sphere. Um, what do you use to follow-up? Uh, that's a great question. There's a, there's a few things I use for follow-up. One is social media, mm-hmm. right? Which, uh, by the way, 
I hate social media, but I know it's an important part of life. I hate that we have to put our lives out there all the time, whether work, pleasure, whatever it may be. But social media is a huge one. Uh, you know, I subscribe to a couple of things like KCM blog, which I know you've heard of where they, they really help put out some great content that we can keep in touch with. I use a great program called bomb bomb. They have a thing called bomb bomb prompt, which helps create some great content for you as well. And then I'm more of an in-person guy. The thing that sucked most for me about COVID mm-hmm. was stupid zoom. I, I could oh. not stare at somebody's square <laughs> face anymore. Uh, I did like the cat, though. Yeah, the cat. Uh, <laughs> judge, I'm not a cat. Uh, so once a month, my brother and I, we host a happy hour. Uh, we call it Thirsty Third Thursday with the Bros. So it's easy to remember when it is. And what we do is we invite some past clients, some current clients, and some VIP business partners. And in all honesty, it's not a networking event. It's a place to, to hang out, right? So how many people do you meet? You're, you and I are very similar, Dave. Like we love everybody, most people, and you know we just want to be around them. But we're we can't say no, so we're busy all the time. Sure. Well, this is an excuse. Every third Thursday, I will be there. Right. If you want to come, hang out for a few minutes. Come, I'll buy you a couple of drinks. We'll put some food out there. We'll have a good time. We'll catch up. Now, ultimately, business does end up getting done there. I mean, I can count. Over a handful of times, people who are like lifelong friends now that have met at my happy hour, people that have signed big deals with whatever, you know, whether it's a restaurant or marketing company, whatever it is, people that met it at my happy hour. I think that's super cool. Very cool. Yeah. You know, you know, you talk about networking and, um, you know, and, and connecting people, you know, um, from, you know, all different types of, you know, businesses and walks of life and, and whatnot. You know, when we get into the real estate business, we kind of... You know, we, we get to meet so many people and, you know, you, you don't always have to like people, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you have to respect people um, and, and, and the way that they, they go about themselves. You know, you know, we talk about a good real estate agent and, and, and whatnot. What's the difference between an individual agent and a team? Because there's so many teams out there. There's so yeah. many individual agents out there. Like, you know. Why would you be a team if you can be an individual? Does it does it do anything for you? Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I can tell you as a team leader and as a team member, because I've been both. Uh, as a team member, it really gives, actually, on both ends, it gives you leverage. Leverage is a huge thing. So when I'm talking to people all the time, I say, look, uh, you know, you want to go buy a house. Now, if I'm out with Dave looking at property, I'm not going to be able to help you. However, Michelle on the team will be available. So between the two of us, we are almost always available to help you. So as a team, we've got your back. Now, I know plenty of very successful agents that do it on their own. I don't know how the heck they do it, to be honest with you, <laughs> but they do it. Right. Uh, so it's, for me, the biggest part as a team member or a team leader is just leverage because time is your most valuable thing. And like I said, I'm sitting here doing a podcast with you right now. My phone's probably rang four times already. Right. Kelly at the office has answered it for me. So she's either helping them or taking messages so I know what to expect and what to do when I get back to the office. Sure. So for me, that is huge because, like I said before, just like you, I can't say no to anybody, <laughs> and my time is stretched very thin, and uh, I don't have a lot of free time. Right. Well, you know, it's crazy because individual agent really is an individual agent because we all have a team, right? We all have our, you know, vendors that we use or affiliates right. that we use. We all, you know, have someone to do, you know, potentially, you know, postcards or whatever we're doing. Mm -hmm. So we all have a team. It's just whether or not you call yourself a team or not. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's 
Great point. You know, so um, how'd you build your team? Uh, mostly with mistakes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> man, uh, you know, we always knew about teams and we always thought it was a great idea. So when my brother and I, so my brother does mortgages now, as you know, but we sold real estate together for about 11 years. And, uh, you know, we just kind of jumped into it. You know, we had some baseline training, but it's just like having a kid. You have no idea what the hell you're doing. Right. You've kind of figured it out as you go. So, oh, this person's nice. We'll hire them. Right. Well, that doesn't really always work. <laughs> at least uh, you got stories. I do have stories. <laughs> Probably should write a book at some. Maybe I should start a podcast. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> could talk about yeah. it. Uh, so, you know, it's just you hire people, whether they're nice or not, and we would only work with nice people. Uh, you learn from trial and error, yeah. right? And you make, obviously, protecting your license and your client's money is the most important things through that process, but you learn by trial and other trial and error, whether it's, adding something to your system or whether it's replacing the people that just aren't right for your team. And listen, just because somebody isn't right for your team doesn't mean they're not a good person. Doesn't mean they're not a good realtor. They just might not be a right fit for you. Yeah. Agreed. Um, what, what advice would you give to an individual agent? Cause I think what we're seeing a lot now are teams, but they're becoming partnerships, right? Mm-hmm. So you're seeing, you know, two successful agents come together to form a team, right? You're seeing a lot more of that. For sure. Um, you're seeing two really brokerages, you know, um, mergers and acquisitions of, of, of big brokerages, um, you know, doing this as well. Um, what advice would you give to someone who went from like the individual agent and said, all right, I'm either going to partner or I'm going to create my own team as a team lead, you know, what, what advice, what would, what would you tell them? Well, first I think you'd want to know what your goals are, right? What your goals are are very important. And when you're looking to start a team or, or combine with another successful agent, you got to share the same values, sure. right? You got to be like-minded in that. You don't have to have the same strengths. Actually, it's best if you don't have the same strength, that way you can cover more. But uh, I, I think it's huge if you have the same values and you just sit and really understand where you want to go, right? It's not just let's get together and see what happens. It's, it's very important to plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you've done a really good job in, in, in planning and I've leaned on you. Um, I haven't listened to your advice, but uh, I've leaned, <laughs> <laughs> I've leaned on you, uh, for financial planning, you know, um, when, when, when you're talking about, you know, doing a budget and, and really taking your business serious, right? Yeah. Uh, because a lot of agents don't, right. You know, even though agents get these big commission checks, they live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us, a l- maybe give us the top three tips on, uh, on, on budgeting for real estate agents and or teams. Okay. Well, the first thing is, is to do it. Right. <laughs> That's number one. Right. Ignoring it doesn't change anything. So w- when you say do it, what do you have to do? So every month I do a personal budget. So I know where all of my money is going, all the money I've earned and where it's going to. And I do a P&L, a profit and loss for the business. Now, 10 years ago, if you would have asked me if my business was profitable, I would have said, absolutely. I sell a house and I get a check. Right. Well, about at this point, Josh, I think about seven years ago, I started doing a profit and loss for the business every month. So I know exactly what my business costs. I know exactly what I need to do to be profitable. And to me, that is, was eye opening. What that did was that allowed me to actually save more, right? Bring it to my personal budget, save more, get life insurance policies, whole life insurance policies, uh, 401ks, IRAs, purchase stocks, 
say have a savings account. I mean, it's 10 years ago. I didn't really have it. I mean, I made decent money, but I didn't have any money right now, even though I started later, you know, I just turned 44. I'm not super old, but I'm not young. Now I have a future. So God forbid something happened to me or God, you know, if I decide I want to retire at 50, I could probably do it right. Because I've planned every month. I have it come out as bills. I have a bunch of money that goes out every single month that goes into specific things for my future. So, I mean, that is huge and it allows me to sleep better at night for sure. That's awesome to have a freedom of, you know, financial or uh, freedom has got to be huge because I think it wears on a real estate agent when they're making decisions for the best interest of their buyer or seller. Um, You know, money, their money or their personal money should never, you know, never be um, part of that, uh, you know, process. Right. So, like, you know, and and a lot of times I see people, you know, and one of the. One of the the best advice I've ever gotten was from my mom, and my mom said, "You can never think about the money because once you think about the money, the money's gone." Right? You know, commission and, uh, breath. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And sure. and, and so you got to do what's in the best interest of your buyer and seller, and that's also why it's so important to choose your real estate agent not based on a friend's friend's cousin's dad, but based <laughs> on someone that you interview, someone that you know, like, and trust, mm-hmm. but also is competent and you understand and you trust that they're going to be, you know, have your back and, 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 you know, because when you need them, it's going to be very important. Uh, Absolutely. Right. The, the, the money for the clients is not made on listing a property, <laughs> right, right? right? Any moron can list a property. Anyone right. can put a sign in a yard anyone can put it on the multiple listing system. Although, some do it better than others, as you've seen. Sure. Not a big fan of the iPhone photos with the, with the uh, thumb I love in it. that. Yeah, I love that. Especially in the mirror. Yeah. It's good stuff. The best. Nice outfit. <laughs> uh, you, you know, it's... I, it's, sh- I should have taken the vibrator off the, the uh, table. <laughs> off the counter? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's about the communication, mm-hmm. the customer service, and ultimately, the outcome. Yep. Right? I mean, anyone can give... I, I can't tell you, and, and I'm sure you can share this too, I can't tell you how many times... Other agents give away their clients' money without me even asking. Yeah. Right? Countless. He or she who speaks first loses. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if you weren't in this business, you hired a real estate agent, and you found out that they just basically, you had a conversation with them saying that you had some room, and they just give it away because they want to get a sale. And I can tell you, you know, I know people that work at title companies, and they tell me, man, there's a ton of agents who use those commission companies. Now, commission, commission companies are companies. great. Commission sure. advanced companies, right? They're great. But there's people who use it on every single one. Yeah. And that's scary. No, I mean, it's I scary. feel bad for them. Right. Well, you know, when you think about it, right, it, they could go ahead. Let, let's just, you know, say whatever, right? They could go ahead and let's say they're getting a 90 or 95% split at the company that they're at, mm-hmm. right? Then they're paying, you know, whatever, 15, 20%. I don't even know what the going rate is anymore. But it's high, right? So, right. And, and it's 15 to 20%, you know, in addition to, you know, you only have like two months to pay it or whatever the number is, right? Right. So, I mean, so let's call it 20%. So basically you're getting a, you know, 70% split or a 65% split, you know, in some cases. Um, 
don't you think you could actually go to a brokerage that's going to provide you like significant leads that are going to lead to your business if you're doing 65, 70%? I mean, crazy, right? Or yeah. take that money and be able to save, invest, or, or whatnot. So, yeah, yeah it, it, you know, it, it, but it goes to the same mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, you got to work on your business and, and, and have your business work for you so that, you know, you can have a future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Listen, most people don't go and I talk about this with my brother all the time, right? You may be the best contractor in town. You may build the best shelves and the greatest door frames or whatever. But if you don't know how to run a business, you're going to be out of business. It doesn't matter how well you swing that hammer. So yep. it's so important and real estate's the same. You got to have that foundation. You got to understand the business. Yeah, agreed. So you started a podcast. I why did. why did you finally start a podcast? You know, I don't have great ideas often, Dave. <laughs> uh, you can ask my wife and my brother, but I think you do. When I get ideas, sometimes I, I just I get impulsive and I go with them. But I've been thinking about doing it for a long time. I mean, you've helped inspire me. I see you doing it. I enjoy talking. <laughs> no. I do enjoy talking. Not you, always shit. Sometimes do, I actually you do, you talk do good. enjoy food. I, and, you know, I just decided one day, I said, look, I'm going to do it. I got to do it. Whether people listen or not, it, it's almost therapeutic, right? It's You're amazing, just talking about stuff. And it's just, I was, so I shot my first one last Friday. Right. On my birthday. And what was it called? Food, family, and philanthropy. Okay. Um, I didn't sleep all week. I was so stressed out, Dave. Just because I want it to be great. I want it to be great. And when I was done, I felt like 10,000 pounds were lifted off my shoulder. I almost cried. Right. Just like the stress was gone. And now I'm like, I knew I could do it, but now I know that I could do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's funny because you'll look at your first episode and then, you know, and, you know, a hundred episodes in, you know, you'll you look back and you go, wow, you know, I, I can't believe, you know, how much I've grown, yeah. you know, over the, you know, the hundred episodes or whatever. You know, I don't know how many episodes we've done, but it's, it's a lot. Because we've done almost, I think, almost five and a half years wow. of of episodes, and I mean, I, we've missed few or here and there, you know, you know. So I mean, maybe, you know, if you put it, we've probably done two hundred episodes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You man. know, it is. It's um, but when you say it's therapeutic, you know, people are like, like, do you do you look at your viewers? Do you, I never look at my viewers. I don't even know how to, to be honest. I mean, no, I, I mean, I do know how, but I don't look at my viewers or where I rank. I mean, occasionally, maybe once every four or five months, I'll look at them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care. Like, right. to me, that's not why I'm doing this. Right. I'm doing this for the value of the real estate industry, right? Mm-hmm. To collaborate, um, to bring in professional like yourself. Um, to, <laughs> you're funny, to, to bring in, um, you know, to perpetuate professionalism in our industry because we talked about things that real estate agents do. And hopefully if one or two or five of these real estate agents are listening to this podcast, you know, maybe they will actually take one or two of these tips and advice and actually implement it into their business and help them. Yeah. And, and that's ultimately what we want to do. Right. Listen, I've said this since I've been in the business. I don't look at other realtors as competition. There's enough real estate out there. I don't want to sell it all. Right. Right. I'd miss time with my family. I'd miss important things in life. I don't want to sell it all. We're not competition. We're in this together. Yep. So don't ever treat it like you're competing against somebody. And by the way, I've lost listings to people that I know. You know what I say? Congratulations. Yep. Imagine that. 
Yeah. You know, um, one of the things that uh, a, uh, a fellow um, agent um, uh, used to do, and, and so I started to do it, is if you have a good experience with a real estate agent, mm-hmm. write a Google review or write a whatever review if you want to do the... Uh, That's a really good idea. The, you know, so what I'll do is uh, like I... I'll, you know, I have a good experience with Ryan Greenblatt. And so I'll, I write it, um, you know, I wrote a review and he was like dumbfounded. Like he came back and he's like, and he wrote a review for me. Nice. Like I didn't ask for it. Right. Right. Yeah. But you know, it's good for people to see that they see absolutely. that you can work with others. It's not, it's not dog eat dog. It's let's work together. We all have a common goal. Absolutely. Something I took, you know, I was with Keller Williams for eight years. Right. Not to talk about competition, but Right. Yeah. One of their big things was win, win or no deal. And I live my business and my life like that. It's not, let's see who we can take advantage of and crush to the ground. There are people out there like that. I will not act that way. And if that's the kind of agent you're looking for, I'm not the right agent for you. That's fine. Right. Right. Win, win. I'll never give your money away unless you tell me to. Right. And I will fight for you from step one until the end. And we'll be friends after. Yep. Agreed. I like that. So, uh, I always end the uh, podcast with a couple questions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know you don't have much time, but uh, what is your favorite uh, streaming series or mm-hmm. movie? Um, and what are you currently watching? So, favorite, and I get made fun of all the time for this, and feel free to make fun of me. I, I like to consider myself a smart guy, but my favorite show ever is stupid as hell, but I love it. That's The Flash. I love the my, flash. My daughter was watching. It and I got We're into We're on the it. same brand level. Yeah, no. <laughs> She's eleven. Yeah. Actually, when she was watching, she was probably nine. Yeah, my wife makes fun <laughs> of me every single time. I have to watch it after she goes to bed because she just makes fun of me. It, it's so stupid, but I love it. I love superheroes, and he's yeah. just like my favorite. I yeah. love the Flash. Actually, I, the we, final season is going on now. I just restarted the whole series so I can watch it until the end. I'm sad. I'm you sad. Can, you can watch the rerun of Dwayne Wade in the uh, Miami Heat basketball. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but there's a great show that I'm watching with my wife right now, by the way, on Netflix called Unforgotten. Right. It is awesome. It is a British crime drama series. Okay. And basically it's this, these officers, coppers, uh, who investigate old homicides. Oh, cool. And it's like from like 30 years ago. And the way that they piece it together and just their demeanor. It's it's a really good show. And I strongly it's true, recommend it's it. It's like a true story? Or? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think so. No, but it's really good. I didn't know if it was you know, from true cases and stuff uh, like that. No, I, I'm not yeah. that I'm aware, right. but it's a, a lot of fun. It's awesome. A, yeah, good show. So where can we find you, Mr. Michael Nathanson? Where can you find me? Yep. You can find me in the club. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, listen, I would love people to check out my podcast, even though you, most of you don't know who I am or you may have heard of me, whatever. I really feel like there was value. This first one was awesome. I really feel like there was value in it. It just dropped this morning. It's called Food, Family, and Philanthropy, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you decide to subscribe, I would love on Apple. I was Again, I don't understand why, but I was told that five-star reviews are very important on Apple Music. So if you would do that, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, I think I get some cool stuff to say, and I think that people will really be interested. I have a lot of passion and uh, for the things that I love and care about, and I think it really comes through in the podcast. So just, just check it out. Let me know what you think. 
Awesome, Michael Nathanson. So uh, to recap, passion, professionalism, and podcast. Ooh. There you go, right? I so, like it. <laughs> um, no, to, to recap, you you know you gotta you gotta work on your business. You gotta work in in your business. Um, you have to have a budget and and really um, know your business uh, through and through, especially your numbers. And put together a P&L every month um, to do a, a personal budget as well as a business budget so that you can be successful in your real estate career and your future. And then you could actually have a future. So uh, thank you very much, Michael Nathanson. We very much appreciate you coming on. Again, Breakfast with the Broker uh, every Tuesday. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.